FF.FM is community radio for San Francisco. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beal. That's my friend Pollo Del Mar. And we're back after a week where we, we did reruns last week. We we heard from our friend Sorrow again because we had to take the week off. For, because um, he's swelteringly hot, darling. Just the Ooh. shittiest reason we had to take last week off. And more on that coming up. But it's kind of a special show. We're going to do all the things you're used to. We're going to have all of your favorite independent queer artists and music. And gonna, gay news. And gay news. There's a couple of fun things going on in the gay news. And one not so fun, but not at all unpredictable thing. And also, we have a special guest on the show tonight. So special. I can't believe I'm going to subject this woman to you. Well, but you know, I am a delight. Coast to coast, I'm the most, honey. <laughs> oh, goodness. Poya Delmar, uh, my mom is going to join us in studio shortly. Um, I cannot wait to see what kind of twisted womb created you, Christopher <laughs> J. Beale. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be a weird one. Thanks for joining us tonight on BFF.FM. You're on Baytime. I want to run away. I want to lie. I don't want to lie. Send me a gun. And I'll see the sun. Got plenty of every hurt and heartbreak. You just take it all to the face. I know that you want to cry, but it's much more to life than dying over your past mistakes and people who do dirt on your name. Since 10, I've been feeling lonely. Have friends, but they was picking on me. I was thinking when my lips so big, was I too dark and it since my fears? These gay thoughts are always on me I pray God will take it from me It's hard for you when you're fighting And nobody knows it when you're silent I be by the phone Standing Nicky morning into dawn Only place I feel like I belong Strangers make you feel so loved, you know And I'm happy by the way Then I made that jump, that leap of faith I'm happy that it all worked out for me so proud of me, oh I wanna run away, I wanna lie, I don't wanna lie Send me a gun, and I'll see you soon I'd rather run away, I don't wanna lie, I don't wanna lie Send me a gun, 
face I know that you want to cry But it's much more to life than dying over your past mistakes And people who do dirt on your name If 
Baytime, BFF.FM. FM Community Radio for San Francisco. You're on Bay Time. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Pollo Del Mar, and we're back after a, a week in reruns, which I will explain why in gross detail shortly. But how are you, Pollo? I'm delightful, Christopher J. Beal. How are you? You know, my favorite thing about recording this show with you is that you don't talk like this until you put your headphones on and hear yourself <laughs> with like the the good the good mic processing, and then you're like. Oh. oh, I only talk like this, Christopher J. Beale, because we are after dark. That's true. It is Pollo after dark. It's a completely different tone. It's a late night <laughs> rendezvous with yours truly and Christopher J. Beale on BFF.FM. 
<laughs> goodness, goodness. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> so it's been a busy couple of weeks for both of us. And um, I w- I'm going to start with why we didn't have a show last week. Um, oh, just for shits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So I went camping. First of all, nobody camps, y'all. Who camps? What kind of self-respecting gay goes out into the middle of the woods and camps? None, I'm telling you. But that's also fine because Christopher J. Beale also brings his own hammock. (laughs) No gay brings a hammock. Yeah, this gay brings a hammock. This gay did bring a hammock. Mm. It was, uh, yeah, it was. So the camping trip was lovely. It was Devoon. (laughs) I come back from camping and I am, I'm fine. I get get home. I unpack all the Mm -hmm. camping stuff, which is not normally something I do. I usually come home and procrastinate that and don't, you know, do it the next day. But I came home, got everything put away and sat down on the couch and started just feeling lethargic and kind of weak. I figured I'm just tired, exposure. Maybe I didn't drink enough water. You know, all the things you go through, right? So I just went to bed early. No, I don't know because I don't go camping, dear. Well, please hold. So the next morning, about 3.30, I wake up. Here comes the gross part. Uh I I wake up about 3.30 in the morning. Oh my God, tell me more. With that. (laughs) I'm never going to get through this. Um, Darling, it's 3.30 in the morning. I've just awoken. <sighs> What's happening? I'm throwing up. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Um, and then diarrhea-ing. Oh, my God. She shit the bed, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear. I made it to the bathroom both times. Oh, okay, okay. So thank you. Let's not get carried away. I took Monday completely off, which included our recording session. So it we, was our recording session. Just could it could not. Polio, have you ever had like removing camping and your racism towards my hammock aside? What um, <laughs> racism towards your hammock? I don't even know what color your hammock is, to be clear. It's bright red. <laughs> well, I have nothing against bright red hammocks. <laughs> Poyo, have you ever experienced food poisoning before? I haven't had food poisoning. Yeah, maybe it was a food poisoning situation. I once um, had Giardia. Crap is that? It's like, it's a, um, it's, that's exactly what it was. Crap. You know, like lots of it. It was, you know, I had, it's like a, I think it's a bacterial infection of your stomach. It's often um, past from eating some food that's been somehow contaminated. And what it does is it's really, really intense gastrointestinal distress. And it was horrible. Like I legitimately lost 10 pounds in two days because, and I laid also in my shower with my head on the toilet and my, um, <laughs> like so in case I would vomit and my butt, like just near the drain of the, this is delightful. <laughs> I also, while I was laying there and like with my I'm over butt here on worried the, about saying the words vomit or diarrhea. And we now have a visual of Poya Del Mar. I was like I, literally like eyeliner like, smudged. The, <laughs> just, just passed out. It was horrible. While I was laying there with my ass, no, it's like it was a shower stall. Like I had my ass like on the shower drain and like my head in the toilet. And I was like, please kill me. <laughs> Another time I got really hung over and I totally went to the, this was when I was in college. And I remember I didn't know if I was going to throw up or poop myself. <laughs> and I went into the bathroom um, 
at in my dorm and I was sitting on the toilet and then I was like, uh, oh my God, I think I'm going to vomit. And and then I, as I stood oh, up, no. like oh, I no. stood oh, up no. to turn around, no, don't do it. I had explosive diarrhea and vomited. So it was like a sprinkler system just showering. And then the part, y'all, the part that was so devastating about this is of course I'm like, just, uh, just imagine I'm contaminated, darling. I'm contaminated. And there was the cleaning lady coming and she was like two stalls away as this is like dripping off of me and off everything. And she's like, I, I was like, Oh my God, I cannot be discovered in here. So I waited until she went in to clean one stall. And then I darted past her and into the showers. It was, it was hideous, darling. It was hideous. You know, in hindsight, we totally should have done the show last week. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, because honey, you would have laughed so hard. You'd have just shit yourself sitting right there at the computer. It would have been dreadful. I feel like all these people in this room don't shine like you.
ready for Daytona now. BFF.FM, community radio for San Francisco. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beale. That's Pollo Del Mar. And we're back after uh, taking a week off, not because we weren't working. I mean, we were both very busy during that week. Oh, you were busy, darling. Yeah. The I, trots. Oh, goodness. Okay. I, I've already reeled you back in for the Sorry. minute. Sorry. Let's, uh, let's try to keep you reeled in. Okay. What What did you do during the week that, what did, what did you do, do during the week that we were off? <laughs> I, I had a delightful time. Uh, you know, I've been doing so many more professional wrestling shows. And so I did a professional wrestling show in San Jose the week before you became ill while you were off in the woods getting whatever. Um, <laughs> like, uh, you make I, it sound like a leisure trip. Well, I mean, well, honey, it was, I thought that you went to the woods to be leisurely. She went to be leisurely. I said to I her, I said I to her outright, I was like, listen, gaze in the woods is a surefire way to get poison sumac on your sniz, honey. And I'm not trying, <laughs> I'm not doing it, but but <laughs> so what have you been doing? I've been doing my pro wrestling thing, sweetheart. I did underground wrestling Alliance down in San Jose a couple of weeks ago. And that was really wonderful. Um, some things that we will talk about presumably in the future um, came from that, like a mid means, but we're not talking about that right now. No, this past weekend, we're gonna come I, it's, back a, to that. it's a teaser. I'm going to, I'm going to wait a couple of weeks to make sure that it's a real, real thing. And then I'll like, I'll talk about him, but, and ruin it. <laughs> exactly. Jinx it. Just when things are going well, I'll ruin yeah, everything. Wait, wait till, wait till he really, really likes you and then ruin it. He already really, really likes me. But, um, this past weekend I was actually out in Pacheco, California, which if, You've never heard of Pacheco. You're not the only one, honey. It's next to Concord and nobody in Concord even talks about it. I have friends that live in Walnut Creek that are like, where what now? Where exactly? Is yeah. So I was out at um, a promotion out there called wrestling war zone where I have been teasing a big um, a surprise for them. And I debuted as the new manager of the, the money power respect tag team of Marco mania and fabuloso. Why don't we um, take us over to a little clip of this because it's very unexpected. It's Pollo Tomar in her natural habitat. All I wanted was a simple opportunity because I knew that I could come here and wow the fans. I could be a fan favorite in Wrestling Warzone. But you know what? I don't give a damn about you or you or you. And I surely don't give a damn about Rick Luxury. Wrestling Warzone changed today because I'm here with Marco Mania and Fab and we for three simple little words, honey, and you're gonna learn them, you're gonna love them, and you're gonna repeat them after me <laughs> because I'm gonna force you to. We are money, we are power, and we are respect, and you're going to live it. Oh my gosh, Poya Delmar. I know, right? You're such right? a bad girl. Oh, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Ooh. Also, they really don't like you in Pacheco, apparently. Well, that's fine. It's Pacheco. Nobody cares about Pacheco. But I got tired of this. This is the thing. The whole point behind this was that I've been doing wrestling for five years now. And there's a lot of local places that have just never even thought to bring me in. And I now why. I don't, I can't imagine. Cause I'm an effing delight, darling. 
But now, of course, it's just like anything in the world, sweetheart. When you're hot, you're hot and everybody wants a little bit of you. So I've got some, you know, I've got a bone to pick with East Bay Pro Wrestling, Rick Luxury, Maynard, the produce, the promoter out there. And of course, with Fab and Marco Mania, we're going to, you know, we've got some things to to accomplish. And the picture, you, you took a, I a photo did. with your, your tag team and uh, somebody on Twitter commented, it was my favorite thing because you're standing in the middle of these two pro wrestlers mm-hmm. and somebody wrote, they look like bodyguards, but th- they're there to protect the fans from you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> these are not my bodyguards. They're your bodyguards, honey. You better hope they work for you because you need protected from me. I mean, it's not all the ways that you run into seven foot tall, towering, statuesque, glamour puss like me who could also rip you to shreds <laughs> both with my muscles and my tongue hmm? <laughs> which is a muscle my, to be exactly clear. and mine is extra muscular i'm doing tongue curls right now <laughs> okay we're gonna check the gay news and my mom will join the show i don't know what i'm thinking that's coming up on bff.fm
the circles of your eyes Nowhere else to run, nowhere to hide Praying to stop this time A nightmare, a daydream Oh baby, what was I thinking? A moment, now fleeting Just to the chance of just be lovely, yeah
outside Locked him in a pack All this life All this life First time we kissed a boy And now we're down the road Cover up a sweaty toe FF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco, where we encourage you to become a bestie. Help BFF.FM stay on the air and support all of the work that this community radio station does. The scavenger hunt is happening right now at BFF.FM, and your donations make all of that possible. This is On Bay Time, our love letter to San Francisco's LGBTQIA community. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Pollo Del Mar. Hello. It's time for the gay news. Not a lot of items because we have a huge celebrity guest coming up on the show. My mom will be here shortly. So we wanna get through the gay news really quickly. The first one, which is just an eye roller that I wanted to mention right off the top. Gonna read this um, Bay Area Reporter headline verbatim. Here we go. COVID breakthrough infections strike summer tourists visiting Provincetown. Uh Uh-huh. You're going over there. You're just mixing and mingling and being singling. And that coming home with a little COVID, unexpected delight. That's about it is shocking to me is gays going and spending a weekend in the woods and coming home and shitting themselves. Yeah, but I'm COVID free. So indeed. Yeah. Just pick your poison. Let's move sumac. on to good poison news. sumac. I don't, I don't feel like I need to te- like explain to people that you need to get vaccinated and mask up and like maybe not make out with strangers whose vac status you're not familiar with. You know, like there's just things that you should know, but what, I mean. I mean, I understand the idea of wanting to go off and have a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. And I particularly understand it in light of the last year that we've had. Everybody's felt very cooped up and people feel like they missed out on an entire year of their normal activities, the fun, the frivolity, all of those things. People are making up for lost time. Yes, they are. But the reality of this situation is that while you may have taken all of the proper precautions and you know they're discovering that even people who have been vaccinated are getting the new Delta strain of mm-hmm. COVID. So while the vaccine will help you reduce the kind of impact that that infection will have, it still makes you a carrier of it. And with people who are potentially around you who have not been vaccinated for whatever their reason, you know, this this is a real problem. And 
We're already seeing LA County go back into a situation where they're requiring masks once again in indoor environments. Mm -hmm. And I'm personally tired of this crap. (laughs) Get your vaccine, Maxine. That's a no brainer. Uh, We are a vaccinated show. I'll just leave it at that. Here's some good news. Um, well, it starts with bad news and, and becomes one of those. I have hope for the future kind of stories. This gay cheerleading coach. Oh, my God. That's M- never happened before. Never. Um, it's like a choir directors, churches. Mm-hmm, Marietta exactly. Valley High School. Um, he was fired. Is this in California? Yeah. Yeah, it's California High School, Marietta Valley High School. He's suing, his name is Michael Henderson, he's 31. He's suing Marietta Valley High School for wrongful termination due to his sexual orientation. This is according to The Advocate. He was dismissed from his job in mid-June. He served as the school's head cheerleading coach for three years. Uh, two of those years, they went to national championships. I don't know all the details of, of why he was fired. I don't wanna make any assumptions, but here's the cool part of the story. Student athletes and their families on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, rallied together to support the teacher um, and held like a like a protest at the school and held signs up and we want him back and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the school district, of course, has not commented, but uh, lawyers are involved and lawsuits are flying around. And if uh, this guy was wrongfully fired, I hope he I hope he gets paid. I hope he doesn't get his job back because I, I why would you want to work there? But I hope yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope he gets paid. Well, you know. There's so many things that are that are just messed up about this. First of all, one would have to imagine that his sexual orientation was not mentioned in whatever caused him to be released. Of course, right. Because let's be very clear here. Um, anybody who is a male cheerleading coach, you got a pretty good guess where she's playing at, y'all. And number one, <laughs> and number two, um, I can't imagine that they didn't know when they hired him what his sexual orientation was. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she's up in there like, I just can't wait to cheer with these girls, okay? You just bring me in and we're going to straight to nationals, honey. And straight is figurative because nothing straight here, girl. Okay. But like the fact remains that this is some shit that we dealt with in the 70s because the teachers had to go through all of this. Teachers were being so, they were so concerned because they could be fired due to their sexual orientation. Look at the it's, Briggs Initiative in 78. Yes. They tried to make uh, make it illegal for gay people to be <clears throat> teachers in California. It's utterly illegal for them to discriminate based on his sexuality. But the, the sheer thought that this is coming into play with a cheerleading coach give me a break honey still can't get over that part like it's no (laughs) literally cannot it's like oh my god we suspect that she's a lesbian pe teacher really (laughs) you think (laughs) honey she was the captain of her softball team her volleyball team the golf team and the men's football team. So, okay, I think that she's probably, you know, we got it. We, we get where she's coming from here. The views and opinions of Poyo Del Mar and those of Poyo Del Mar do not necessarily reflect the views of Hot Bay Time or BFF.FM, where my mom is going to join us next. And, um, you, speaking of cheerleading, by the way, you have yes. a, you have a, you have something coming up that um, I have not ever gotten to do. You have never missed one, but you're thinking you might. And I think my mom might be able to help you figure that quandary out. Let's talk about that when your mom joins us next on BFF.FM. I'm crazy. I change my mind. I go back and forth, up and down all of the time. I can be selfish. Sometimes I'm cruel. 
The world breaks me down, I block you out, then run back to you. But if there was anything I could tell you, I wouldn't be who I am if it weren't for you. Take my hand, please forgive me. And don't give up when it's not easy, baby.
won't get out until the water's cold and I am blue. I see it. I'm killing doubts. So I just open up the door and I ring it out. Don't you? Heaven 
never gonna let you go I'm never gonna let you go Easter's high and FF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Poyo Del Mar. And Poyo, I hope you plan to be on your worst behavior because joining us in studio is, uh, what did you call her? A wretched womb? It's no, my- <laughs> I said that what kind of twisted womb? <laughs> well, but please, we know please. now that she is the tilted womb of doom. Please. <laughs> this is my mother, Alicia. Hi, mom. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Uh, has Poyo assaulted you or anything? Only verbally, duh. No, not yet. <laughs> How did you feel when you were called a twisted womb? <laughs> that That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has met me, so it's fine. Poyo Del Mar, this is my mom. She is everything you're not. She's a delight. She's lovely. <laughs> She's smart and beautiful. She had to retain all of those traits so she could not pass them down to her offspring. You know what? It's all right. We'll forgive her. She's she's just delightful. She is delightful. Mom is from Orla- uh, just outside of Orlando, Florida. And this is your second visit to San Francisco, right? Yes. Yeah. You were here before for Christmas. We shouldn't say that. <laughs> Back when no one was supposed to travel. Um, well, she had a valid reason to be here. Yeah, you, had, you actually had a very good reason to be here. But this is your first visit to San Francisco when the weather isn't crappy. Much better weather. Is it changing your experience a little bit? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Don't worry, honey. The weather will be crap by the end of the day. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. It goes through Just an entire an cycle. <laughs> and then one afternoon. Yeah, we were, yesterday was uh, was really trippy because we went to Napa. So we drove, we started in, you know, a coolish, okayish morning in the city and then went to hot Napa and then got back just in time for the marine layer to hit. So it was like driving back into, into the cold jungle of San Francisco. Just very weird. What did you think of Napa? Oh, I loved it. It was beautiful. It was mom's first time wine tasting ever. So we did we did the tasting of the wines. Yes, we did. I didn't. I, I tasted and spit, though, because I'm not drinking this month. I'm trying still. That's fine, I guess. I always try to swallow, but never alcohol. <laughs> I just, you, y'all know that I don't drink the alcohol, but you know. But you always swallow. Poya, do you have any, uh, any like burning questions? For, for now that my mother's sitting in front of you, because I I know you you take no you miss no opportunity to humiliate me. So I'm well, give, your I'm mother is so the, she's so shy. I feel like I feel like my, my mother is not shy. I feel like she's she, only shy because there's a mic in front. Like, of her That's face. my point. Yeah. She's so shy in front of the microphone. I'm like I feel like my boisterous nature has pushed her back into a shell. <laughs> Ask me anything. Oh oh god. Uh oh. Oh my gosh. So was it, I'm going to go, was it literally a birth that you knew he was a homo or no? (laughs) No, (laughs) not till many years later. (laughs) 
Did you ever suspect when I was young, mom, when I was like, a, when I was like a little kid, do you ever like, hmm, thumbs a little diff about this one? No. No? See, oh my see, God. Poyo, I was surprise. so butch. I was so butch. You have no idea. I was totes mask, bro. Six months before he came out, I was worried about, I had to have the pregnancy talk with him. So I was totally. Huh. Oh my God. You thought he was pregnant? No. <laughs> I, that is so devastating. <laughs> That is heartbreaking. No. What a tramp. No, he had a little girl that he was way too happy with, and I was afraid to become a grandmother. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh, my God. How old was that? Uh, probably about 15. Yeah, I came out at 15. Yeah. Oh, my so. gosh. But the funny thing in hindsight is that that girl never had a chance of having like, in those days. I didn't I didn't like have my first experience with a woman until long after I came out as gay. So like, and then you did her hair, but I was definitely creative. Yeah, I was definitely, I did her hair. Right. Yes. Yes. And then, and then I styled her and and it was like, okay, that's what I did throughout college. Just, just styled your girlfriends. I, uh, that was like the best boyfriend because I was like, I'm going to turn you. It it was uh, yeah, very much made them fabulous and then Mm -hmm. didn't try to have sex with them. So they loved Uh, you. That was, yes. I like, I really picked a girl and was like, I'm going to make you a sorority president because I want to date a sorority president and you're going to do this and you're going to look like, yep. I struggle to picture Pollo Del Mar in high school. No, this was in college. Okay. Well then, um, in, in high which sc- completely screws up my segue, but that's fine. It's well, let's, it, let's it, talk about college. It's, it's in, in high school though. Like, you know, I, I think that I looked like a lesbian. Did so, you look like a lesbian? Yes. It's terrifying. How so? Um, Oh my God. Like mullet, and, um, oh God, yeah, please like, tell me there's pictures of this. Oh, there, there are. But anyway, back to your mom. So okay. you, you were afraid that you were going to become a grandmother too soon. Yeah. And then I just went in the complete other direction. I was like, all right, well, I'll remove that as a, as a worry. And yeah. is, is there like, are there multiple of you? Like, are you one of many? I have a, I have a brother as well. Yeah. So there's, there's two. So he, is he's not, he's not gay, right? No, now he's, he's, uh, yeah. Straight and dare I say homophobic. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. Which means naturally I'm the cool kid, which is why mom's in San Francisco right now. Of course. Obvi. So But sitting next to you, I feel a lot less cool right now. <laughs> Just because I don't know. And what a you're lot less say. gay. Hey. <sighs> so are you like a P flag mom at home in Daltona? You're like, Whoa, <laughs> yes. I have a homosexual in San Francisco. Well, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I've I've never I've never denied that my son is you know is gay and and. Um, she always has her race hate bracelet on. That makes me happy. Oh, Matthew Shepard Foundation bracelet. Yeah. Yes, and um, I support you know the gay and lesbian community, and I mean I have a lot of friends that are gay and lesbians, and I. It's mom's no different. been to Gay Day. Mom, yeah, mom's mom's cool. Mom is mom was a P flag mom, but 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 didn't discover what P flag was until much later in life. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think if if mom had discovered P flag in those days, she probably would have been a P flag mom. I don't think my mom my mom like is a mama like, bear. My mom is like <laughs> super. My mom is like everybody's mom. That's like like the thing, and um, I don't think she would have been a P flag thing because. She just doesn't like anything organized, really. It doesn't seem, but, but at the same time, like she's, I think that the two of you would be get along great because she's like, please let somebody try to say something, anything. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. I almost got in a fist fight at Disney one that time. That was so great. I'll t- <laughs> we have to share the story there. So we were wearing shirts from a, a, a queer church that we went to in Orlando. A mom went to this church with us too. And uh, the shirt said, would Jesus discriminate on the front? 
there were red red shirts for gay day and they said would Jesus discriminate and then had the church logo on the on the arm and so my then boyfriend and I and my mom are all wearing these shirts and we get on the monorail and mom spots this woman kind of eyeing us it's like you know woman with 2.5 children and a husband you know the the, the uh-huh. all American family and at one point she I guess she and mom kind of catch eyes and the woman goes yes 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 to our three shirts and my mom came up out of her chair <laughs> just like started like I don't I didn't even see the first part happen I just heard mom's reaction and we, we had just arrived and the doors were opening and mom was just having it out with this woman like like how dare you and these are my children and blah 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 yeah it was mom mom went into full mama bear mode yeah I, I wasn't gonna have it I said you know this is my child I'm spending time with my child mm-hmm. and whether you like it or you don't like it he's my child mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna turn my back on him because you know of the way he is because I love him the way he is. Mm-hmm. And she told me, I basically told me I was going to go to hell. So, <laughs> And I'd have told her that she could go there first. Yeah. <laughs> me, I'll meet, meet you there. Meet you there, bitch. <laughs> See you there, girl. <laughs> yeah, so my mom, uh, yeah, my mom as a, a, throughout my throughout my life has been my mama bear, my protector. That's what moms are supposed to do. Except though, there was one time that my mom, uh, this is another attempt at a segue that I hope you pick up, Poyo. There was uh-huh. one time that my mom really wanted to kill me, and that was when I dropped out of high school. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just was, it wasn't, I think in hindsight, mom now probably realized that was the right thing for me. But in the moment, she was not happy, um, primarily because I, I missed a lot of the benchmarks that a lot of high school kids had, like the homecoming. I guess I did homecoming, but I missed my prom and I missed I missed a lot of those things in graduation and reunions. Paul, you oh, have yes. a reunion coming up. I surely do. My What year I, is this? I have never missed a reunion and our 30 year no high school way. reunion is coming up this coming weekend. Yes. And for the first time, you're on the fence about it. It's the first time that I may not be able to attend. And I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. We've got days to consider. All right. Well, we'll consider with mom, who I think has an opinion on this. That's coming up on BFF.fm. Babe, how do you stand the rain? you get to be so close to invincible without seeming out of Sentiment. 
of him with his sunlight through his brain. Even after three times he betrayed me. So hard. I'm in the middle of 
to melt to the floor I didn't ask to even be born Both those happened when my spit goes I don't remember life before I That's what people do It's the ones left behind that really lose Why is everything so FM Community Radio for San Francisco. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Pollo Del Mar. And that is my mom. For some reason, I've let my mom sit in a room with Pollo Del Mar. But um, <laughs> we're getting through it. There are worse places your mom could be. And when I figure out one of them, I'll let you know. <laughs> Pollo, I can't believe that you're old enough to be approaching your 30th. Wow. Well, I graduated when I was practically an embryo. Oh, okay. Well, that explains it. So your 30th high school reunion is coming up. It's true. My, I, I didn't even know about this because I was actually just thinking about it very recently. I was like, oh my God, this is like our 30, 30 year. And I've never missed a reunion yet. And do you enjoy them? I do. Of course I enjoy them because I go back and I'm fabulous and they're tragic. And I'm like, <laughs> let's be serious here. It's the opportunity. Am I right? You've gone to yours, right? Mom's defer. Yes. yes. Mom's defer. That's perfect. <laughs> Mom's defer. You've gone, you've gone to yours. Yes. But, and you, and you said you were telling us before that like your favorite thing about it is that you, you look good. Yeah. I look good. And the cheerleaders look like he said tragic. <laughs> It's true, though. Like, there were 365 people who graduated in my class. The first reunion, there was a lot of us. You know, like, maybe, yeah. like, about a... Th that was, like, f only five years later, though. So there was, like, maybe 100 people or something. That's the part I wonder about is how much does it dwindle? Or oh, it does, girl. It's, like, every year is, like, less and less. And the last one, like, I would say there was, like... I What year was that? It must have been 25-year reunion. I went to... I remember that one. And first of all... 
whoever plans these events for us, they don't love themselves. They had our 25 year reunion at the boat basin on the Ocklawaha River. Girl, nobody goes to the boat basin on Ocklawaha River. If you are listening <laughs> to this and you're one of the people planning my reunion, you need to upgrade us. Girl, at least get us a meeting room at the Golden Corral. I am not trying to go out to the Ocklawaha River for this. What is this about? Where's the Ocklawaha River? Ocklawaha. Where's the Ocklawaha? The Ocklawaha River is halfway between, like about a third of the way between where I went to high school and where your mom lives. It's right, it's right off of 75 going across. Oh, that's right. You oh, went sorry, to high school uh, in Ocala. Uh, uh, Highway 40 going across. You went in Ocala, Yes, Chad, I went to high school in, in Ocala, Florida. So Ocklawaha River is like right on uh, like the Silver Springs River. Right? So not only so, is it a destination for you, it's also a destination that you don't want to go to. A destination, like, I'm, I'm not sure the boat basin in Ocklawaha River is a, a destination for anyone. Like, but what, where would you? Okay, so if you were, if you were playing, I'm sorry for those of you, basically everyone listening who doesn't know anything about Ocala, Florida. But where would you? Where well, would so you? So Ocala, have Florida is in the middle of like. There's the, Ocala is like on the come up. Like you know, my hometown, like. I remember when I was in college, my hometown was voted some like one of the 10 best places, like most up and coming places in America to live. There's a lot of growth in that area and a lot of cool things. Like, I, no, I, don't, I just mean, like, where would you rather have it? Anywhere besides a boat basin, hon. <laughs> Girl, get with it. Like, it's a boat basin. You know what a boat basin is, y'all? No, of course you do not, because you probably live in a metropolitan area. A boat basin <laughs> is where like hillbillies basically back their truck up against the river and slide their boat into the water. And there happens to be like a meeting building right next to it. Bitch, what? I'm not trying to be in some kind of a boat basin for my 30 year reunion. That doesn't sound fun at all. It is not glamorous. Girl, there are skeeters. Where and gators. You know, what I, what I wonder though is on the other side, and this, this is what would probably have me go just out of curiosity is on the other side of COVID how comfortable are people going to be going? Is the turnout going to be as much this year as honey? They're in Ocala. They don't give a damn about COVID. They didn't <laughs> give true. a damn about sure COVID. It's, it's like in the middle of anything. It's true. I looked forward to these. And if I, if it were not for Heidi Patty, she's a friend of mine from high school. I was going to say context, please. Yeah. Heidi Patty is a friend of mine from high school. And it just so happened on Facebook. She reached out and said something like, you know, are you coming home for the reunion? And I was like, I don't even know when it is. And then that's when she told me that it's coming up on the 24th of July. I what? was like, that's well, such short notice. I too. was like, I know, but, but presumably they all knew about it too. You know, like other people <sighs> maybe, probably knew about it. Maybe you're uninvited. Maybe which there's means this you really should go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe because you complained about the base. They maybe, yeah. they're, like, they're like, that bitch <laughs> complains about bitch. everything. Maybe polio should go and not Paul this year. They, well, they're all fully aware. Are they aware enough to have her walk into the reception? Cause I think, that would be fabulous. I think that they like a lot of them like really like follow me on social media. Monsterford, did you have the experience where people like who, when you go to these reunions, they like, they want to rewrite history where they're like, Oh my God, girl, I always loved you. Yes. 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 Cause you said, you said something about the, the, the skinny cheerleaders that like didn't talk to you in high school or all of a sudden nice to you. Right. Yeah. Because now I'm looking good and they're all fat. So, you know, <laughs> so now they want to be my friend. It's <laughs> like, oh, you don't have gay children. Go away. Uh. <laughs> Thankfully, my mom does, or this show would not exist. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what your mom's response yeah. to them is like, oh, I only talk with people with gay children. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I remember going home 
um, for the ten for our ten year reunion. And at the ten year reunion, there was a lot of people at that one. That one was still extremely well attended, and um, all of the like the most the the entire specifically the entire like super popular cliques were had been there. And um, I walked in and I had gone through after college, I went through my gay transformation, you know, like I lost tons of weight. I became, I became rather muscular, buffed up, um, uh, very physically fit at that time. I had like cut my hair real short and bleached it. So I came back looking like an entirely, literally an entirely different person. Right. Honey, the, the <laughs> caterpillar had come out as the butterfly. Right. And so I, we went in and um, I had met a woman on, like I bumped into a woman from my school on a plane trip home. Like we ended up on the same plane. We boarded in San Francisco. We connected in Atlanta. And I was like, oh my God, you remind me of this woman I went to school with named Carla Jones. She was like, I am Carla Jones. So anyway, we had connected beforehand. And so we, while we had not been particularly good friends in school, we had bonded over the fact that we also had the same, it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend, you know? So we had common people that we were not thrilled with. So we show up at this event and, um, I will remember I'm straight up naming people cause I don't care. This woman named <laughs> who had been a horrible person to me in school. Horrible. Horrible. I bet mom could name names too. I'm sure she could. She could pull that list and out you of know her what? wallet. And this is the thing. This is the fun part y'all. Like, being getting ready to go to your 30 year high school reunion. You just don't give a fuck. You're like, you're a horrible bitch. So, <laughs> so anyway, so as the night progresses, like we're all wearing name tags. And so I'm wearing my name tag. And I noticed a lot of people were not speaking to me. Like I just assumed it was because they didn't speak to me then they didn't want to speak to me now. So, but at one point as the evening is like coming to like getting close to a close and everybody's like certain people were wasted this woman's husband comes up to me and she's like, he says, Kristen doesn't think you're really Paul Pratt. That's my real name. Y'all. It's not a secret. It's like out there. And I was like, excuse me. He's like, well, my wife doesn't think that you're really who you say you are. And I was like, I was like, yeah. why would I be here? And he said, she thinks that Paul might have paid you to come in his place. <laughs> And so this is, this is happening in, what? this is happening in front of like a whole group of people. And I turned to his, her husband. I looked at him. I turned and looked at her. She was surrounded by her clique of dumbasses. And I said, well, sir, your wife wasn't very bright when we were in school. And unlike her, I'm somebody who can change. And everybody, <laughs> everybody was howling. And then she just looked humiliated and shrunk off. And then shortly thereafter, this reminds me of what you were saying about the cheerleaders. There was a, a, a the head cheerleader of my year uh, when, when I graduated had dated somebody while we were in school who had the same, we were not related, but he had the same last name that I did. And she came up to me all drunk at the end of the evening and was like, well, it looks like I dated the wrong Pratt when I was in high school. <laughs> oh, and I was God. like, oh, well, God. honey, that ship has sailed. <laughs> so, but, um, and then after, you know, it was one of those things like, uh, do you feel like you reclaim this part of your life that other people controlled when you were 
during that four-year Absol- period. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I wasn't a popular person, but I had a lot of friends because I had a huge—my class was huge. Uh, I had almost a 1,000 people in my graduating class. Wow. But, yeah, I did because I, I didn't feel like I did when I was in school. That's the cool thing about reunions. Yes. Is— you're just who you are. You know, the rah-rahs are here, the jocks are here, and you're just who you are. But when you go back and you're 28 years old, 38 years old, 48 years old, everybody's the same, you know? Nobody's any better than anybody else, and some of us are even better than those that thought they were so great. Yes. I, the, the Christopher, the thing that you don't get to see by because of the fact that you you know, by dropping out, you sidestep a lot of that status quo because when that four years you're stuck in that. And then depending on where you live, like if you're in a small town where a lot of people actually go on to like the same college or whatever, you Mm -hmm. can be in that pattern for years and it Mm -hmm. may take a long, long time to break out of it. But when I went back, the thing that I really, really loved is the fact that, um, the playing field gets significantly evened out and, there are people that you recognize in like going to the theme of hindsight, which we've been talking about a lot in hindsight, you see how many people that you really like, in my case, I wanted to be accepted by that. I wanted to be part of their group. I wanted all these things that they peak very early. Yeah. Like they peaked, they hit their, they hit their peak at 18, 17, whatever. And I, I'm, 48 years old now, and I still haven't hit my peak, honey. I'm hitting my stride right about now, just understanding where I'm coming from and knowing exactly where I'm going. And some of them are like, you know, there's nothing wrong with whatever life that has been, has given any of them, but we've got very different lives. And I think that some of them, as much as they love and cherish what they've got, probably are looking at me and being like, hmm that's what a different path would have taken me, you know, like I, very interesting. So it's coming up this weekend. Are you going to go? I don't know. We'll touch base next week and I'll let you know because it's still, I'm on the fence. I do have the opportunity to just jet off and I would love to spend a weekend, you know, in <laughs> the boat base in Florida with my mom. First of all, getting to see my mom and my nephew and then, you know, drive down to Ocala for a quick rendezvous at the boat basin. <laughs> Let us know how it goes next week. This is BFF.FM. More with my mom and we'll wrap up the show coming up on Baytime. Sleeping off the side effects again
FF.FM Living for a high summer night Smoking cigarettes Pop up pills Try to stop time Forgetting regrets now Forget our regrets now Party pour our hearts out Whiskey shots and red wine Blackout, blackout I'm sad, naive But quite wild now Yeah, I'm quite wild now Dreams just rushing by Yes, I sing drink lullabies Help you sleep before I die Does that make me the bad guy? Make me the bad guy I'm singing dry To party, stealing bikes, hitting lines, crazy. We're crazy now. Yeah, we're crazy now. Flying high and falling hard, ride or die to broken hearts. Pretty lights, traffic lights. Oh, it makes us feel alive now. Makes us feel alive now. Different dreams just rushing by. Yes, I sing drink lullabies. Help you sleep before I die. Does that make me the bad guy? Make me the bad guy. 
you're on Baytime. BFF.FM. FM Community Radio for San Francisco. This is on Baytime. It's our love letter to San Francisco's LGBTQIA community. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Poyo Del Mar. And what have you been calling my mom? Momstifer. Momstifer is there. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> mom, I wanted to ask you before we wrap up the show here. I know it's very late. It's almost 2 a.m. here. So it's 3, 4, almost 5 a.m. Um, where you're at. So thank you for staying up late. What things are you looking forward to doing on the rest of your San Francisco trip? Like, what what are you excited about? What do you want to see while you're here? I've seen a lot, and I know there's still a lot to see. 
So uh, I'm just looking forward to spending time with you. Oh, that's the important thing. And, um, you know, just seeing the sights, you know, I think I'm going to take mom to Ocean Beach in the morning. I think that'll be nice. Don't take her in the morning. It's so foggy out there in the morning time. Well, morning, like gay morning, like on, on gay time morning, which is like you know, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. So we're going to do the beach. I, I took mom to Dolores. I forgot to mention that. That was, that was cool. Mom got her first, like just, you know, go to Dolores and people watch and take a nap in the grass afternoon. And <laughs> you made your mom sleep in the grass and you took the hammock, didn't you? What a bitch. No, he didn't take the hammock. No. Oh my God. I got this one. Oh, God. Momstifer was like, if you bring that goddamn hammock, I'm going to be so humiliated. I'm just going to be mortified. I didn't know I will he burn had a it. rainbow flag. Honey, I'm going to be furious. I didn't know he had a hammock until he, we got there and he told me about the hammock. Yeah. Well, we discovered this monster on the very first episode. He's like, I took a hammock to the park. And I was like, who does that? Take a beach blanket like the rest of the people. Jeez Louise. That's Pollo Delmar. I'm Christopher Beale. Thank you for uh, getting through this one with us. And we'll see you next week. Will I or will I not spend a weekend with those boat basic bitches? <laughs> next week on Baytime.
BFF.FM.